white feller on guitar, Billy the pudgy chatty feller on the bass, Jimmy the kindly high-strung guy on drums, and Jesse the hippie stud on vocals. It just transitioned from being the boogie bruz to the dazzle dudes. As I said then, this was a move designed to try and make them stand out in that music scene in Mixon, Georgia that was called the Boogie Bayou back in the 70s. Now, Jesse come up with the name change, thinking it would somehow connect them to glitter or glam rock or whatever you want to call it. Nobody in the band cared much except Jimmy, and Jimmy had a special sort of uh, um, disdain for everything related to Jesse. I'm not suggesting it was ill-founded. I think everybody figured out that Jesse had a special friendship with Connie, who's Jimmy's mom, and that alone vexed Jimmy awful sore. Jimmy's parents, Connie and Eustace Cochran, had divorced amicably a few years before, and they were still friends and occasional party pals. Jimmy's daddy, Eustace, owned the biggest liquor store around, and well, he's a popular feller in the community. Jimmy's mom, Connie, was unusual for those days in that she owned her own pretty successful business, the C.C. Sassy Homescapes, which was an interior home design outfit they had had a lot of the wealthier members of Mixon as its clients. The result was that Connie Cochran was an independent woman in her 40s, pretty dang good looking, and beholden to no other person financially, and she didn't give a cargo freighter full of shits what anybody thought of her and her lifestyle, and that was that. She liked younger men, no apologies, and had taken a special shine to Jesse. Now... Jesse, who was enjoying Connie's various charms, also got great amusement at taunting poor old Jimmy, who knew all about it, but tried to exercise his own, shall we say, placid control over the situation. This was an opportunity for quite a bit of merriment and cruelty for Jesse to inflict upon him. It's no big surprise. If you've ever met a rock singer, well, they're usually bastards. was all pretty cool and everything except for billy man there's really no need for you to echo the choruses right after i sing them man i, I was just trying to make it you know get kind of rock a little bit more i thought i won't do it if you don't want me to it's all right i, I don't have to yeah, do it well you know what jesse oh, it doesn't man. matter whether he sings oh, on it or God. not because the song still sucks oh really it's stupid I mean, huh, what's okay. it even about, man? You know, uh, like, well. is it like, 
I mean, what's Lady of the High Life? Are you like well, in a room somewhere and you drink uh, so much that you think there's a woman in the room with you all of a sudden and you get all crazy with her? Or is it, what is it? Is it about a woman that's made out of beer? I mean, you know, it's just stupid. You, you want me to tell you what it's about, man? You know, I'll tell you what inspired me to write it if you really want oh, to I'm warning you, Jesse. You better watch it, man. Hey down there, boys. Hey, boys. That sounded pretty good from upstairs. Thanks. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Connie. How are you? I like those new jeans. Thanks. I like them. That was a good song. What's that about? All I can hear was Lady of the High Life. Yeah, that's what it's called, all right. It sounded good. Oh, yeah, thanks. Well, I'm just coming down here to check on my boys. We're having good... Dazzle Dudes. That's us, Dazzle Dudes. I think it's a pretty good name. I like it. It's a good name. The girlfriends like it, too. Oh, good. You come up with that. Jesse, was that? You. I'm afraid so. Guilty as charged. Okay, well, anyway, Jimmy, what? we all get done. I need you to run over to your daddy's store and pick me up a carton of Virginia Slims okay. and two bottles of gold up. Okay. And try not to take so long, okay, because I'm running out. Okay. Such a cool lady, man. She's so cool. Yes, he make me wanna vomit. Well, don't, don't vomit, man. You just I mean, make you know, me that'd be sick. gross. Well, speaking of vomit, I was gonna tell y'all a story that happened to me last week, and it's pretty funny. I was on one of my riding alongs with Great. the police, and I was, you know, with old Deputy Dupree. You remember him from high school, and uh, so seems that there had been this fella who'd gone missing in the boat incident on the lake about a week beforehand, and it come out on the radio that somebody that was bass fishing early that morning had done found him floating in the lake. And they called it in, so we went on over there, and they went out. we got there, they was fishing that fella out of that lake. I'm going to tell you what, that man, when he come out of that lake, he was just as swole up and big as a Coca-Cola machine. I looked over at old Dupree. Man, his face turned white. His eyes got big as dinner plates, and he was sweating all over the place. He turned around, he run up that hill just to vomit it. And it was really something, too, boy. <laughs> uh, that's not really funny, man. No, no, it ain't very funny. Huh. I thought it was pretty damn funny. Well, now that, now that I think about it, I guess it is kind of funny. <laughs> you know, yeah, getting all sick yeah you're right, Carl. This is actually pretty funny now that I think about it. Funny. Well, so something that I thought was pretty funny was that I started playing the Dazzle Dudes theme song on my overnight locals only show, Mix and Zone. Mix and Zone, rock and What started happening was that because everybody had heard the people's commercial, I started having people calling in, and they'd say, well, who was that just did that song? And even though I had said this is Dazzle Dudes by the band Dazzle Dudes, they'd say, well, is that the same band that does that people's commercial? And I'd say, as a matter of fact, it is. And they'd say, well, play the people's commercial. It's a lot better. Got the 
So I'd oblige him and I'd play it, and I just kept getting more requests for it. Day after the dudes did that Peepaw's barbecue spot, and Peepaw sold more chitlins than he was prepared for, there's quite a few of the other local sponsors that thought maybe they could replicate that success if they had their own custom Dazzle Dudes jingle. And, of course, it gave WTFH salesmen a new angle to pitch to the sponsors, but we can get to that later. In the meantime, as I said last time, the dudes had never had any luck getting a gig any kind of wear at all. So, finally, Jimmy's daddy, Eustace, who owned the liquor store, had a buddy who owned a beer joint who said that they could play there on a Tuesday night and see how it went. That fella's name was Marvin, and I guess he's all right. Um, his club was called La Elite, which I guess he thought sounded real fancy because it was kind of French or some kind of deal like that. So anyway, dudes did that gig. There's probably about four or five of us there, and of course I, I brought my tape recorder. All right, so everybody's still feeling good, ready to party with the Dazzle Dudes. Okay, man, we're the Dazzle Dudes, and we're ready to get it on. Jesse, ready yeah, to get Jesse, it on, Jesse, I, I think you go ahead and can that rock star act. I mean... Look around. There ain't nobody here but us, the bartender, a couple of guys passed out at a table over on the left and dink. So, I mean, you could probably stop all that shit. Yeah, man, you know, somebody really wise taught me something about performance one time is an acronym called FLAP. That means finish like a pro. Doesn't matter how many people are there because they'll tell two friends. Well, I can promise that you that them two unconscious bastards ain't going to be telling anybody anything anytime soon. Hey, single boy. Yes, sir. You better get yeah. busting these tables. That's uh, part of the deal. What? I'll go there. Table two ain't gonna bust itself. Better step to it. Um, hey, Jimmy, what the fuck, man? You didn't say anything about busting tables. That's what part what of the, the hell is this all about? We had the merch to get this gig. When was the last time you got us a gig? At least my daddy got us a gig. It's a gig. We have to bust tables, and by God, I guess we'll bust the table. I'm not busting any fucking table. Yeah, I just soon not bust no tables myself. I'm tired. I worked all day. Uh, yeah, man, I'm not busting tables. I didn't know anything about that's this. Fine. That, that's, that's, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Somebody will bless a damn the son of a bitch is myself. I'm coming, Marvin. Don't worry. I'm, here I come. So bust tables, Jimmy did. Everybody was sore about the whole thing, but I guess at the outset, really, they'd almost never played in front of anybody except me and Connie before, so it was at least something. And here's the funny thing that they didn't know. Them two drunk guys passed out at that table. One of them was Harlan Webb, who was WTFH's salesman, and the guy with him that was also passed out was the owner of a business called Blanche's Donuts in town. His name wasn't Blanche or nothing, but... His name was Fred, but I guess his mama's name had been Blanche when she started. It doesn't matter. Anyway, he's one of our biggest clients, and uh, 
the thing is, is that he was real impressed with the dudes before he before he nodded out and he did talk about them a lot so he really liked what he heard he was kind of a rock and roll fan so he just liked them liked their music but he also saw that opportunity that a lot of other people start to come around and see to get them to do a custom jingle for his business so once again oddly enough something was about to happen for the dudes might not have been something real good, but it was something interesting. Episode 2 of Dazzle Dudes, which was written, recorded, and produced by Murray Attaway. All material copyright 2019. Appreciate you.